This is Ultima Context, a podcast made by Ultima Festival of Contemporary Music in Oslo. A series of talks and sound portraits taking you deeper into the music. We are here on uh, Toyn in uh, Oslo with the uh, Norwegian composer and clarinetist uh, Christine Tjørgensen, who uh, lives here in a very green area just opposite the uh, Rudolf Nielsen Park. And uh, Christine, first of all, congratulations with this year's uh, Arne Nordheim Prize. Thank you so much. It's a great pleasure also for Ultima to be able to present a portrait concert of uh, you at, as the closing event of this year's festival. But uh, first of all, tell us, how did you find your way into contemporary music? Oh, for me, it's, it was very natural to like end up here because um, when I was a kid, I listened to a lot to the radio. I was I'm from a very small place and there was a radio program with Harald Arlund. And I was listening to all this music, recording on cassette, and there was this experimental pop and rock uh, radio show. And uh, <laughs> to mix this with the clarinet <laughs> was very... For me, when I when I discovered contemporary music, I felt this was the place to where all this could be combined, all my musical interests, because I'm not from this classical background played in a school band but and I, I never heard like violins or string instrument live before I was 16 I think but you started with the clarinet before moving on to composing or was it more at the same time no when I grew up I, I didn't know that you could compose it was like not not a girl or a woman because I haven't heard about any female composers it was only this old men and I I don't know I think it was not a thought at all. So I started very late with composing. I did some at the music high school, but uh, my teacher <laughs> said that my music sounded like it could be for Roald Dahl's uh, uh, like books. <laughs> and then I got very disappointed. But now I, I th- when I think about it, I, oh, wow, that's a great compliment. I wish I didn't like give it up because of this uh, thing, because I love Roald Dahl very much. <laughs> But also one of the overall things about your uh, music as a composer is that it it combines or it contains uh, a lot of different things. Uh, on the one hand, you can say you work a lot with image and sound, but there are also many, many references in your music, both in terms of the images and the videos you're using, but also the way you're composing instrumentally. And uh, there is something about the idea of combining, for example, uh, YouTube clips that you find with uh, serious music and putting it together and then something happens. But how did you get into this way of working with combining what could you call more popular or broader cultural references with a very precise and wonderful way of composing? <laughs> It's difficult to to like say the starting point, but I have always done it like um, when I see like things I change the sound I imagine other types of sound to what I see so this has been like a play going on in my head since I was a kid so um 
Like I love watching uh, YouTube videos without sound and creating my own sound. And some videos are better than others. Some videos I get like very fast ideas to a sound world. And uh, one of the pieces uh, where you're working uh, with the video and music is uh, the string quartet, uh, Mysterious Da Corpo, that we're going to hear at the Ultima Festival, played by the B20 String Quartet. It was commissioned by New Music for the Aditi Quartet. Can you maybe explain a bit how you work in this piece with music and uh, image? Yeah, then I, I use Hermeto um, uh, Pascual. He has a piece with the same name, and it's a video when he's lying on the floor and and uh, he's hitting his body. But then I, I watched it without sound, and I got my own rhythms. When I transcribe all his movements, then it gets more like a contemporary music rhythm, actually. And uh, I decided like where on the body is the different timbre or, and uh, searched for sound in the string instrument that sounds like knocking on wood or a body, like the string instrument was a kind of body that the instruments are knocking on. Um, but you're also yourself very active on the Norwegian music scenes in ensembles like the uh, Ensemble Neon and also uh, the quartet uh, Toy and Feel and Klafferi. And uh, how do you find both being very active in these ensembles and composing and what that means to your role on the Norwegian music scene? For me, it's very important to play and going from being a player to more and more composer I think has been a natural way to do it for me so I think my edu composing education is <clears throat> mostly from like the playing like to do it to see all the scores from different composers and also listening to the instruments and all these fantastic players that I have been so lucky and I am so lucky to play with But there's one important uh, international composer that has played a big role in your uh, career, Carola uh, Bockholt, who is German, but you can, you studied with her in Linz in, in Austria. What is so specific about this uh, relationship between Carola Bockholt and you? Well, it was because I remember the first time I played a piece of her and uh, played this clarinetten trio. And when I started to practice the piece... All the sounds were like, yeah, but this is my sounds. This is like, I felt this was me, the clarinet part. And that's not so often it happens. So when um, I have, yeah, I start to listen to uh, her music a lot. And uh, I think she makes fantastic music. And uh, then... Uh, i have worked a lot with her together with Asa Misimasa. We have like performed a lot of her music. She has written pieces for us. And then we got to know each other. And that I remember she asked me, oh, Christina, can we go out and eat dinner? And I was like, she wants to eat dinner with me? <laughs> and then she just asked me, do you compose? And I don't know how she like knew it. And I was like, oh, I've written some pieces because then it was not, I have just started. And she, okay, then we meet tomorrow and you show me what you have done. And I did that and she said, you have to study with me. And uh, she just invited me to start to study in Linz. 
So I just started on master degree composition. So and that that she did this and just saw me. I don't know how she did it. It was has been extremely important for me. Well, you said in the beginning that uh, when you looked at what composers were, they were dead old men, and now you have developed a fantastic career as a composer here in Norway and internationally. Do you think about your role of composing also as a female composer? Is that something that is important to you also? Yeah, I don't know. If, when I started to compose, then I was around 30, I got a lot of questions, like a journalist called me, like, how is it to be a female composer? And can we meet and I will have for an interview about this? And I was like, what? This is crazy, because as a musician, they don't call me like a female clarinet player. So I got really angry and didn't want to be I said no to all these interviews because I'm just a human I'm not thinking music is not like female or male but now I think it's very important because it's so important to inspire other females to create music so I feel I have a job to do like uh, so more girls can start to make their own music I think uh, Norwegian Academy of Music needs a female professor. And it's so many good Norwegian female composers like Maja Ratje, Lena Grenager, Therese Ulvo, yeah, you name it, Ragnhild Bersta. Yeah. To have a role model as a student that is a female, it's very important. You've been listening to Ultima Context, a podcast from Ultima Festival of Contemporary Music and a conversation with Christina Churgerson, interviewed by Torbjörn Tunder Hansen, co-produced by Filt Oslo, jingles composed by Christina Churgerson. For more information on what we do, visit our website at ultima.no.